0: All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win again. They beat the Twins 7-5 to on Thursday night at the stadium. 7th straight win for the Yankees on a night when the Rays beat the Orioles yet again. They're not going to get any help from the Orioles, so it's good that the Rays only have three games left against them because you can count all three of those games as wins. The Orioles have lost 15 straight. They haven't won since they beat the Yankees back on an August 2nd. And that was a bad loss then, and now it looks even worse because of the 15 straight losses and the fact that the Orioles could decide the AL East because the Rays they don't lose to them. The Yankees haven't done that great against them as, as well as they've done in the past, uh, and right now the Rays beating the Orioles is the difference in the AL East. The Red Sox didn't play, so no chance to make up ground there. And the A's beat the White Sox, so the A's maintain their pace with the Yankees. The Yankees are five back in the division. They are one game up on the first wild card spot, and they remain two games up in the lost column on the Red Sox, who are currently out of the playoff picture. And on Thursday night at the stadium, series opener in this four-game series against the Twins, a unique lineup from Aaron Boone, who gave DJ LeMahieu the day off and inserted Luke Voigt into the leadoff spot. Not a bad play, because Luke Voigt is a good hitter, got a good on base percentage, has the ability to do everything with the bat, bind away on base, possibly start the game off with a home run, give the Yankees an early lead, and he had that thought in mind in his first plate appearance of the night he almost hit a home run, sent a ball deep into the outfield, just missing giving the Yankees that one nothing lead. Well, you know, I wanted to swing first pitch so bad tonight, but you know i I play with John you know with St Louis and and I kind of wanted to see what his fastball was like. It's got a little life on it. It kind of plays up because he's so slow to the plate. And, uh, but I don't know. I feel like it's just different. You know, I'm not your typical leadoff hitter, and, you know, I can, uh, you know, you leave a mistake, I can, you know, do some damage with it. But um, I don't know. I, it's just a different different feeling, different mindset because I got to set the tone for the guys, and, you know, I just missed a homer on uh, my first at bat tonight. But um, it's uh, – it's fun, and I, you know, I hope Mooney does it, you know, you know more, and uh, I just enjoy it. Voight was one for four in the game with a double and two RBIs, and he was really the only guy from the top half of the order to do much. Stanton added a home run, uh, but Judge was hitless, Rizzo was hitless, nothing from the big bats from the top of the order. It was all from the bottom of the order, and that's sort of how the Yankees have won lately. When it's not the top of the order, it's the bottom. The starting pitching maintains; they're doing great. The bullpen's been holding lead. It's been a complete team effort. And that's how they've gotten to seven wins in a row. That's how they're now 18 games above 500. That's how they're now hoping to chase down the Rays for the division title. Yeah, Squid had had a good night. Waiter getting on base with the and coming around to score. Um, And then Higgy a big night. And you hear Boone reference Velazquez as Squid there. Squid is his nickname. It's his Twitter handle. Uh, Obviously what the manager and his teammates call him. And he was asked about where he got that nickname as well. Uh, something that was given to me in, in like my second year in pro ball. Um, some coaches from the Diamondbacks gave it to me. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of stories behind that, but um, I guess the, the safest one is it just comes from my last name. Velazquez has been outstanding with the Yankees. You're not expecting him to do anything with the bat, and he continues to produce with the bat. Another two hits on Thursday night, a triple, a single, scored a pair of runs. Between him and Higashioka, they combined for four of the Yankees' seven hits. They scored four of the Yankees' seven runs. Velazquez had the triple and single. Higashioka had a double and a home run. They carried the offense, those guys, on Thursday night. And Velazquez is what the Yankees think Tyler Wade is. He's a better version of Tyler Wade. He's an easier player to root for than Tyler Wade. The homegrown talent, the kid from the Bronx staying with his parents while he plays for the Yankees. Whereas Tyler Wade has this cockiness to him, his his, quote, his comments prior to the 2019 season when he talked about how he should have been on the roster over Mike Talkman going into opening day, Tyler Wade's been given enough chances. Just because he's playing well this last week, 10 days, two weeks, what about all the games he's played since 2017? This is his fifth year being part of the roster. He's been awful. Velazquez can do everything Tyler Wade can and he's a switch hitter and he's a much easier guy to root for and it sucks that when Gio Rochella comes back a Gleyber Torres comes back the Yankees will choose Tyler Wade over Velazquez and he'll get sent down and Tyler Wade will keep his roster spot his undeserving roster spot it sucks I love Andrew Velazquez everyone should his performance against the Red Sox in that series, his performance on Thursday night. Hope to see him in the lineup again on Friday. Hope to see him in the lineup every day until Urshela and Torres are back. And I tell you what, Torres, he better fucking hit when he comes back. Not that Andrew Velazquez has more ability than him. Not that he's better than him. But Glaber Torres has been a disaster since the start of the 2020 season when he came to the second spring training out of shape, when he was horrible for the sixty-game season, did have a decent postseason, and he's been horrible this year. His fielding's been bad. There's been no power. He's been injured. He better hit when he comes back because the way people pine for Kyle Higashioka to play over Gary Sanchez, the way they used to for Austin Romine against over Gary Sanchez, that's going to happen to Torres. Not, not that it's going to change anything, not that the Yankees are going to listen, but the fans will turn on him, especially when you have a fan favorite type guy like Velazquez playing this well. Not that he will play over him, not that he should play over him, but I'm just saying what will happen. I, I watched it happen with Gary Sanchez. People think Kyle Gashioka should be the Yankees starting catcher over Gary Sanchez, even though we have enough of a sample size to show that when Kyle Gashioka is an everyday player, it doesn't work well it doesn't work well at all. Jamison Tyone in this game started out great, cruising up until the sixth inning, pitching a shutout, one hitter, I believe, to that point, and then everything unraveled, and it unraveled quickly. He ended up not making it through the sixth, gave up three runs. Twins started to chip away. They get it to 6-3. Then in the eighth, they add another at 6-4. Thankfully, in the bottom of the eighth, John Carlos Stanton hit a line drive homer to the short porch in right field to give the yankees a 7-4 lead and then chad green gave up his uh quota one home run per outing for chad green in the ninth to make it 7-5 and another home run in chad green's curveball His curveball sucks he keeps going to that pitch he i don't know what curveball he thinks he has i think he thinks he has jameson tyone's curveball green's curveball is awful And David Cohn talks about this every time Green comes into a game and goes to that pitch, shakes off fastballs, trying to get to the curveball. And when he had two strikes on Ryan Jeffers, who was the last batter of the game, and he kept trying to get to the curveball, and David Cohn before the last pitch goes, it's not this hard, trying to will Green to the fastball. And he got to it, and he struck out Jeffers swinging to end the game. But Chad Green has to get off that pitch. It's not a good pitch. Every time he goes to the mound, he throws one. It ends up in the seats. Zach Britton looked better in this game. Had some bad luck and a bad choice of his own to try to snag a comebacker that went off his glove and created base runners that eventually led to a run. Wandy Peralta was awesome again, inning in two thirds scoreless for the Yankees. He's been great. The Wandy Peralta for Mike Talkman trade continues to pay dividends for the Yankees. I know, I was never a Talkman guy. If you listen to the podcast, if you read the blog, you know that. And to get what they've gotten out of Juan De Peralta, it's worked wonders. A great trade. So now the Yankees have three more games this weekend against the Twins. On Friday, they've got Nestor Cortez. On Saturday, they've got Garrett Cole. On Sunday, they've got Jordan Montgomery. Three against the Twins while the Rays play the White Sox. Need help from the White Sox. I know the White Sox aren't that good. I've said it. The Yankees now, for as bad as they were for the first almost four months of the season... They're one game back in the standings of the White Sox overall in the AL. One game. But it's one of the few good teams that the Rays have left on the schedule, so the Yankees need help from the White Sox this weekend. Need the White Sox to win the series this weekend. The A's are playing the Giants. That'll be tough for them. And the Red Sox are playing the Rangers, who suck, but the Rangers did beat up on Boston earlier this season. So... It's a big chance here for the Yankees to win this series, win two out of three this weekend, I hope to get some help from the Giants, from the White Sox, maybe the Rangers even, and continue on this upward trend to the top of the ALE standings and potentially the American League standings. Because they're right behind the Astros, they're right behind the White Sox, and then there's the Rays, who have the best record in the AL. So that'll do it for today. Yankees twins again on Friday night. Nestor Cortez gets the ball. Thanks for listening.